the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's Monday, January the 3rd, 2022, in the year of our Lord. I've been off for a week. Many of you who listen regularly know that. I had announced in advance that I would be off the week, and we've been running some reruns last week. Thank you for your generosity. Thank you for standing with us in that last week of the year. And uh, thank you for your support. I had a great week. Spent a lot of time with my wife. We got reacquainted, although we've been married for many years. Uh, we sp- did some fun things with family, and uh, I-, I needed a break. And so we had that. You were gracious, and your-, your support was there, and you stood with us. Thank you so much. And for this past year, thank you so much for your support. Each month we take a look at this because we reevaluate or evaluate our budget and everything, and we have sort of told the Lord, I did, when we started this some years ago now, several years ago, when we started this daily live program that we would continue as long as God would give us the ability to do so and give us the money to pay our bills, and God has helped us. I am grateful for his faithfulness, and I am so grateful for all of you who support this ministry, who stand with us, and to all of you who listen. We have a single singular goal, and that is to inform you as to what's happening in the culture and do so from a biblical perspective. So, Happy New Year. We've got a lot to process in the coming year. A lot has happened on this day in history. Today in 1777, General George Washington's army routed the British in the Battle of Princeton, New Jersey. Today in 1959, Alaska became the 49th state. President Dwight Eisenhower, he signed the proclamation. Today in 1961, President Dwight D. Eisenhower announced that the United States was formally terminating diplomatic and consular relations with Cuba. Today in 1967, Jack Ruby, the man who shot and killed Lee Harvey Oswald, the accused assassin of President John Kennedy, he died in a Dallas hospital. Today, in 1977, Apple Computer was incorporated in Cupertino, California by Steve Jobs, Steve Wozniak, and Mike Mercola, Jr. You should have bought a couple of stock in the company when you had an opportunity. I heard the other day that Apple is worth a three trillion. It couldn't be that much. They are the cash richest company in the world. It's amazing. But that's all started today with three guys with an idea, 1977. Today in 2004, Gerald Ford, he didn't have a lot of ideas, but the people who knew him liked him. Gerald Ford was laid to rest, President Gerald Ford was laid to rest on the grounds of his presidential museum in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Today in 2020, The United States killed Iran's top general in an airstrike at Baghdad's International Airport. He had been actively 
planning to attack American diplomats and service members in Iraq and elsewhere. Iran warned of retaliation, but there was none. Thank you, President Trump. Five years ago today, Ford Motor Company canceled plans to build a new $1.6 billion factory in Mexico. They said they would invest the savings in new electric and autonomous vehicles in America. Again, thank you, President Trump. With all of the downside of President Trump and his personality and his many, many, many tweets on Twitter, which he was eventually taken off from for life, as you know, he did many good things for America, for our freedoms, for our democracy. That's going to be revisited. One of the great assaults on Trump is going to take place this week. We'll be talking about that a little bit more on January 6th. The Democrats and some Republicans, Liz Cheney and some others, are planning one of the great assaults on any former president in history of this nation this week. That's what that will be about. The news media is so hyped up, they're practicing their news stories ahead of time. It doesn't matter what happens, they already have the news written for the 6th of January as they will lay out to America the case against Donald Trump and every conservative that lives in this country. So be prepared. And as I said, we'll be talking more about that as we move forward in the week, either tomorrow or Wednesday. I'll I'll be talking about what's going to happen and what it means and so on and what my thoughts are on it on, on Thursday of this week, the 6th. But believe me, it will be an all-out attack on anybody that doesn't buy into the Biden agenda. Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10 says, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee, yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Jeremiah, he said in 29.11, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace, not of evil, to give you an expected end. Translated today, everything's going to be okay. God has a plan, and he knows how things are going to end, and they're going to end exactly the way God wants them to end, because God is in control. As big as the universe is, we're still trying to figure out how big it is, much less understand it. People have all these cockamamie ideas about how it came into existence. We're studying, we're spending billions of dollars studying how it came into existence. I, I could tell them for a fee of $50 or no fee at all how it all came into existence. You know how it came into existence, and I know how it came into existence. Almighty God spoke it into existence. That, to me, is easier to believe than some of the crazy ideas that these so-called atheist scientists come up with. Not all scientists are atheists, but some of them are. God is in control. His word has stood the test of time. His word is forever, from the beginning to the end, and there is no end. 
They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. That's how Isaiah saw it in chapter 40. He said, they shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Last year was a tough year. We were kind of worn out when we got through that. I mean, by all, by all accounts, it was not easy. From coronavirus to Fauci to all of this stuff that was going on in our country, and we were being told with a stern face and a pointed finger, you can't do this, you can't go to church, you can't do that. And none of it worked out. But let us hold fast the profession of faith without wavering, Paul said. Faithful is he that called you, who also will do it in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. God is faithful. God's word is faithful. God is faithful. And God is in control. We found out just a couple of days ago that as our clocks tick past midnight this past Friday night putting the old year to rest and embracing hopefully embracing a new year on Friday night we entered a new year with memories of the past and aspirations for the new one one thing that was true in 2021 though and it remains true in 2022 aside from God's word there is another thing that's pretty pretty well set in stone. People can't get enough social media. There's people, including Christians, who live on social media. They just can't get off social media. Everything they do, the first thought is to take a picture of what they're doing and get it on social media. They've got to be, it, it, it's somehow addictive. I'm not suggesting that we don't use social media, but I am saying it has become a, Addictive, it's become an obsession with too many people in America. We're obsessed with it. And now we're learning that it, social media, is obsessed with us as well. We learned this week that the communist China's TikTok platform has surpassed the search engine Google as the world's most popular domain, mostly because our kids are obsessed with TikTok. I want to talk about that for a few minutes today. And parents and grandparents, you better listen up. Your kids, your kids are on TikTok if they have access to the Internet. The most popular domains in 2021 were in this order. Let me just tell you what they are. You say, well, I'm not on the Internet. Well, millions and billions are. So let me talk, let me talk to you just a little bit. You'll, you'll get something from the even if you don't get on the Internet. I know some of you who are... Over 40 are not, do not spend a lot of time on the internet, but I think most do. TikTok, it's a Chinese communist run media platform, was, became number one in the world. Google became number two. Facebook is number three. Microsoft.com is four. Apple is number five, Amazon.com is six, Netflix.com is seven, YouTube.com is eight, Twitter.com is nine, and WhatsApp.com is ten. Here's the problem, excuse me, here's the problem with TikTok. What makes TikTok different, different is that the company 
that owns and operates it. It's called ByteDance, B-Y-T-E-D-A-N-C-E, ByteDance. It provides the Chinese Communist Party control over that web domain, and now it's number one in the world. More people are on that website, which is controlled by the Communist Party of China, than any other website in the world. The U.S. government's been warning about the dangers of U.S. TikTok, to their credit. I don't take a lot of stock in government taking care of me. I tend to be coming more from where Ronald Reagan was coming from. I don't want to hear somebody say, hi, I'm from the government. I'm here to help. But the U.S. government has been warning us about these dangers. According to six current and different TikTok employees, the firm is still controlled by ByteDance from their Beijing headquarters. ByteDance is a Communist Party-controlled company that owns this medium, TikTok. Four current and former staffers told Business Insider, which is an international business publication, that discussions relating to TikTok's products, in other words, what you see and what is fed to you on this website, on this particular platform, often require calls with employees at ByteDance's China China headquarters, and final product decisions are regularly made in Beijing. That means by the Communist Party itself, as to what your kids will be reading and seeing and the impressions that they will get on TikTok. And they are on TikTok. An anonymous former staffer told Business Insider, It's that feeling a little bit in the U.S. where you're sort of helpless to do a lot of the decisions that are made out of China. In other words, he said, I I don't want to make some of the decisions I make, but I have to because the Communist Party directs us to do so. It doesn't matter if they're misleading, a lie, or whatever. We have to do what we're told by the Communist Party, and our kids are spending hours and hours and hours on TikTok. We just should be aware of that. TikTok employees refer to ByteDance Beijing office as its staff HQ. Several of them, I think five, they said in Business Insider, five former staffers say even our internal ticketing system will reroute questions to headquarters. Eliciting the response that people that work there say, oh no, it went to HQ, and that means The Communist Party is going to make the decision. And if somebody did something they don't like, there's going to be a repercussion. The exact national security threat to TikTok poses to the United States, our experts say, has been hard to pinpoint, given that the platform's data collection methods resemble other social media giants. They're doing the same thing. It's that It's just that, I mean, it's not that Google and these other guys aren't doing this. They're collecting all kinds of information about you, where you go on vacation, through your child, in this case, because younger, um, the the demographic on TikTok and some of these other um, mediums are skew younger, many of them do. Facebook skews more middle age to a little older now, I think. But anyway, they collect all this all this information. It isn't that TikTok is the only one doing it. It's that TikTok is run by and managed by the Communist Party. There is no question about that. So they're taking all this data that they're gathering. When your kid gets on TikTok and says, boy, we're in Hawaii today, 
bingo, it goes in your file. And if, if he's a young teenager, they assume the family's there with him or whatever. That's the problem. So it's kind of hard to pose, I mean, to, to, to break down how this poses a threat to the United States, but our authorities, our guys, say it does. I believe them. I, I know it does. One particular fear among the experts is how this platform could be used as a censorship and a propaganda arm of the Chinese Communist Party. There's no question that it will be, and it is being used as a propaganda arm. China is famous for this. They've had these these Confucius Institutes supposedly to teach the cultural differences of China and the rest of the world and so on on our campuses for years, including in Washington State. University of Washington had one. I don't know if they still have it open or not. But China would come in and they'd invest a bunch of money and these schools, whether they're University of Washington or whether they're Mabton High School, I mean, whatever it is, they all are short of money. Everybody needs money in education. They're always short, a day, a day late, a dollar short. So they take this money from China, and China says, well, we'll provide a professor to teach the cultural you know, uh, aspects of China and our rich culture of 6,000 years and blah, blah, blah. So these professors come in, and they become indoctrinating stations toward communism. They do. And we have figured that out over the last number of years. It's, these institutes are on campuses, high school and college, university across the country. So the Chinese party is not just trying to like be a good neighbor. That's not what this is about. And this is certainly not what TikTok is about. Trust me, it isn't. And you know that. Many believe it is indeed being used by the party to influence and to harvest personal information from America's teenagers. Wired Magazine said back in 2020, Wired Magazine, in a quite an extensive article, said this, guidelines from TikTok obtained by both The Guardian, that's a UK newspaper, and The Intercept uh, last year show the company instructed staff at one point to censor topics sensitive to Beijing as well as people it deemed unattractive. <laughs> I don't think they're talking about physical beauty here, but they're talking about what they say as unattractive. Perhaps some of the things we say on this program would be unattractive. A report by the Australian Strategic Policy Institute, ASPI, they found that TikTok has more invasive permissions than similar apps allowing the harvesting of users' passwords and credit card information, all flowing to the hands of the Communist Party. Not Bill Gates and his Microsoft or whatever, or Bezos and his Amazon. I mean, that's bad enough. But this is the Communist Party. And they've got all the stuff, all the profile on our families. Because our kids, and maybe you, are on there. I mean... It, I would say stay off TikTok, but I mean, they won't. They're obsessed. Our kids are obsessed. They need guidance. They need parental, really a parental presence in their lives on this matter and, and other matters for that matter. But not only is TikTok a threat to our country and our culture, but it's a threat to the morality of teenagers. 
they are one of the leading platforms of the LGBTQ community. They use that more, and China Communist Party permits that, and yet the Communist Party itself takes a brutal, barbaric stand against homosexuality, often the Communist Party. But yet they know how destructive it is, and so they are allowing that on their platform to infect the world's children, and particularly those in the United States. Gen Z, Generation Z, is whom demography, uh, demography people have found are mostly on TikTok. That's age 9 to 24. They are primarily who's on there. Not all, not all, I mean, many older people are on there. But mostly ages 9 to 24 are on that viral platform. It's more popular with that group than even Snapchat and Instagram. Experts say gender gender is now seen as a new rebellion, and the platform should be made to include a warning of such materials. The Chinese Communist government and party, I mean, they're going to say, oh, okay, if Joe Biden calls and says, I want you to put a warning on it, they say, oh, yes, sir, of course they will do that. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure a memo to the Communist Party leaders from a concerned parent or a incoherent president, I mean, I don't think that's going to have any effect. A spokesperson for, the tic- for TikTok told the press this past year that they are, quote, honored that the LGBTQ plus community has embraced TikTok from our very early days as a platform for self-expression, education, community building, Enjoy. So while they're gathering your credit card information and all of this personal information about when you took a vacation and where you went and how much you like the beach in Hawaii or whatever, while they're gathering all that information, they're also indoctrinating your children further. There was a, there was a, uh, and there's all of these uh, kind of hip experiments that come on TikTok. Just the other day, I mean, it was while I was off this last week. I saw a news story where these kids were taking these large bottles, you know, those big bottles of water that you can get. I mean, sometimes people get them when they're going camping and stuff. They're like, I think they're like five-gallon jugs. It's like a jug, but it's like plastic, and it's like five gallons. I know they're heavy. So um, kids were taking those and putting some rubbing alcohol in them, just not a lot, but a little bit, and then slicing it all around in there, and then setting the, the, this this five gallon water jug up with some alcohol, rubbing alcohol on all the sides internally on this jug, and they would drop a match in there, and the reaction was was pretty spectacular, really. But these guys are getting hurt, and one kid was burned. I mean, it, for all practical purposes, it ended his life. So it made it into the news. And there are always these kinds of things, and kids are daring each other to do these these very dangerous, I mean, deadly kinds of things, you know, activities. And I mean, it's just, it is horrible, this website. I cannot overstate how destructive it is on all fronts. The Communist Party is harvesting all this information on American families, including 
as I said, credit card, all this stuff. And these kids are on there, and they're being fed this LGBTQ agenda, which China doesn't even accept, and the Communist Party doesn't accept. And they're being fed, our kids are being fed this because they know how destructive it is to a culture. The Daily Mail, and boy, they're not a conservative. Uh, I mean, they're kind of conservative, but they're not really conservative. But they highlighted some comments from the platform. And there was this one kid that was in a, uh, in a Daily Mail story that I read uh, just over the weekend. And this one kid was saying, uh, this is a quote from a kid on TikTok, uh, an American kid. I used to be a good Christian kid before going on to showcase a transformation to my trans-gay atheist who loves tattoos and chaos. In other words, he's saying, I used to be a Christian, now I have transformed, and I am not, and I want to showcase on TikTok my transformation to a transgender gay atheist, and I love tattoos, and I love chaos. If you want to know what's wrong in our world, that's what's wrong. It's that kind of thing. It, the, the communist government is feeding this back to our kids, much like public education is doing. How should we respond to this? In June, President Biden suspended President Trump's executive orders, uh, attempting Trump had been trying to ban TikTok and its companion WeChat from the U.S. market. Instead, Biden ordered the U.S. Department of Commerce to undertake an evidence-based analysis of transactions. Oh, that'll help. We do a study and we pay a bunch of people two or three hundred grand a year to study this thing. And two or three years from now, they come out with this study that says nothing. I mean, I know that sounds pessimistic, but I've seen it too many times. So have you. I personally believe that parents and often grandparents should be very aware of what their kids are involved in on the Internet. Monitor what they're doing. Monitor what they're looking at. Monitor what they're absorbed in. The younger they are, the more guidance and oversight they need. Don't be afraid to say no to parents. I'm a parent. I'm a grandparent. I still say no. I don't know if they listen to me, but no. Don't be afraid to say no in love. The more convinced the kid is that you love him or her, the more willing they will be to receive what you have to say. And let's be true. If you're over 40, you've got more common sense and more experience than some kid at 9 to 24 years old out there living their lives on TikTok. All I'm saying is don't let it happen if you can stop it. Bend your kid away from that or your grandkid or whatever. Michael Brown wrote an article. I, I wrote an article today about this. And Michael Brown wrote an article a couple of days ago. It was, I think it was like Friday. Um, and he talked about Last year, 2021, and this new year coming, it's a pretty, it's a good article. He's a s- smart guy. I read him a lot. Anyway, I, I included that in my uh, the article that I read uh, that I wrote for today and published on our website. It's faithandfreedom.us. You should take a look at that, and there's a link to his whole uh, article. And I just commented on it a little bit, but he says by nature he's a very trusting person, but he admits that. He said, I genuinely do not know who to trust these days. He's a a very committed Christian. But he says, particularly as it relates to COVID and the Internet. But he said, I do not want to end my last article of 2021 on that note, but rather I want to begin the new year 
with another declaration, and he goes on to say how that we have got to lean on the Word of God in this new year, because that is the guiding light. Hey, thanks for being with me today. I'll see you tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.